It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is your host, Paul Etzbitter Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and and review the show that way we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey and now let's start the show welcome to the educated hustle podcast this is your host, Paul Tudor Jr. And my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Back from a little short hiatus just to bring y'all another episode of me and Paul. I think we're getting into a nice routine with these because it's a little bit of a break from uh, interviewing our lovely and, of course, great guests to give you some more Paul and me action. And I think that's one of the cool things with our podcast that we're able to do shows where we don't necessarily have a guest, but we also have some nice topics and some views to make you think about as you go through your work week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like to look up different articles throughout the week um, just to kind of see what's going on in the world uh, as far as business, technology, you know, things that kind of interest, you know, our, our age group. So uh, this week's topics, I think uh, you guys are definitely going to get a kick out of. So, you know, the first topic that I want to introduce to you guys is um, there's actually a team in Switzerland that are testing this prototype where you can eat a robot. So before, you know, the listeners kind of be like, what what is this dude talking about? So this robot is apparently made of um, gelatin, glycerin and water. And basically, when you eat the, this robot, it can kind of go into your you know, digestive system and feed you key nutrients. Or if you're sick and you need some kind of virus or you need some kind of um, antibodies, uh, the robot can do that as well. So, um, like I said, this is just a prototype that they're testing out. But I feel like, you know, technology is really going to advance uh people's lifespans maybe even double it in the next 50 years or so but what what do you think about that man technology technology man is always you're getting closer to that 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 future that that terminator skynet where the machines rise against us but it's i guess it's cool i mean that's that's dope i'm all for advancements but it's kind of like i don't know i guess like do i like, we already live, like, past 100 years. I think there's, like, a, a couple of people who are, you know, that's going to become the trend. And what's the age limit where, you know, you, you're you good? <laughs> I know me personally, <laughs> if I hit 100, I'm ready. Like, I'm good. I've Because, uh, you know, it's like you can't do nothing. You're just kind of just there. <laughs> so Which, Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But you know how um, people... 
are saying like 50 is a new 40 and all, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. So like it kind of, you know, even though your age may be 100, but your body may still feel like it's uh, 80 or 70, maybe in the future. So you never know. You never we, know. What if we get to that, do. maybe. If we get to that. It's just hard to imagine right now because... Ugh. But I mean, I think I think it's, it's still great because you know th- those advancements they can help out so many people, people who you know maybe not able to uh, get as much nutrients and vitamins in their bodies, or people who aren't able to you know you know stuck to a bed and can't do a lot of physical activity. So those things can really help out people, and I think it's a cool idea and a great idea. But yeah, that's just a life life morality question right there. Is like, well, how how long do you really want to live? You know and Everyone doesn't know that answer because I don't think anybody wants to die. So, but on that note, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely an interesting topic. So, um, I'm definitely interested in seeing the research that they continue to do with this. But, um, you know, Let's I see. believe, yeah, I believe it. Uh, it'll all come out in in the end to see if we uh, will actually if that'll be a common product or. If it'll be just something that a handful of people get uh, in their hands, but we will see. Um, next topic of the day um, is about our smartphones. So, first, I'll ask you this question, Emilio: How many times in a day do you think the average uh, iPhone user opens up their phone? Huh. I don't know, man. That's people open, I don't know I, I know myself open up my phone just to, just to fill in time between the day of not doing anything so <laughs> I I would be I would be see I wanted to jump out and stick to the 100 theme that we have going on but I'll I'll be I'll I'll say uh I'll go 50 50 okay pretty close pretty close uh the average iPhone user unlocks their phone 80 times a day so um what some researchers are saying is that this may not be a very healthy relationship between you and your phone um, because it kind of affects a couple areas. It affects your performance as far as just being able to concentrate. Um, it also affects your health as far as being uh, anxious, increased stress levels, uh, being depressed, and also Sometimes it's hard for you to sleep if you're always looking at that bright light, like it's flashing in your eyes. So many times that you're gonna be, you're you're gonna find it hard to sleep at night, especially if you're using your phone right before bed. And then also, you know, pe- people that who uh, who are in the tech industry um, are starting to like wean themselves off of using their phone as much as possible because they are starting to notice that. It, there are some negative effects of being on your phone all the time. So uh, definitely wanted to get your take on that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to that note too, they've, they've, you know, they have that research of at night, there's always usually a night mode on phones and apps. So they try to decrease that bright light that shines to kind of curve that, that sleep, you know, aversion. But what you're saying is totally right. I mean, I think everyone knows the phone now is an unhealthy habit, but it's just kind of like, a prerequisite of life right now because everything happens conveniently for the phone. I mean, you know, that's how you get your calls, that's how you get your text messages. If you're looking for a new job or you're looking to hear back from a job, you know, it, it all flows through it. And it's one of those things where, you know, back in the 90s and before, 
you couldn't do much with a phone, so people had to rely on, you know, themselves. But now, because of the ease and convenience, it's just, it is what it is. And, I mean, it's kind of like if we were to get rid of phones, it'd be something else. We all are dialed into something to, to control ourselves or moderate ourselves. You would hope that most people have that, that control and not let it affect them too much. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that I'm at my job sometimes and I spend me a little quick, little boom, 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 trying to look at my phone, trying to update my Twitter, trying to see what's going on. And you realize, oh, damn, 20 minutes passed. I should get back to work. And you're like, you know what? I got another 10 minutes in me. So it, it happens. <laughs> it, it happens. And I mean, people, I think everyone knows the problem. And all you can really you know, realistically do is try to kind of wean yourself off or not let it dominate. Like for me, I try to at least get the majority of my work done, you know, or at least put myself on a good point because nobody wants to be the person who they come into a job and they're just all the time like on the phone. And it was even worse if you think about it's computers, because if you are, you know, if you can't bring your phone, people on the office in your computers and the cubicles doing all this stuff. So it happens. It's, it's, it's a prerequisite society. I mean, there's people that like that mental um study you read allude to let it take over far much more than it needs to take but it's just it's a byproduct of what's going on in the times you know yeah man i hear you and uh i definitely agree it kind of needs to be controlled but at the same time you know it's funny because i'm reading that article off my phone right now so it's, it's like <laughs> you're part of the problem Paul. <laughs> Get it? so it's like it's like, yeah, you can try to wean yourself off it a little bit, but at the same time, uh, it's so easy to just kind of click your phone on and off, and yeah. you just don't even think about it anymore. It's just kind of a part of your your you know your everyday life, like you said. Um, you know, I try to delete as many things off my phone as well. You know, especially you know apps that keep reminding you to use them mm-hmm. or um, because anytime my phone gets a notification, um, I'm not able to, uh, I have to read the notification or else for whatever reason, I, I can't, crazy. yeah, it just like makes you go crazy for, for whatever reason. So, uh, I try to delete the apps that keep reminding me to use the phone or, or, uh, check Twitter not as often as I used to, or, uh, just you know, just to kind of do little things to keep my mind off the social media, the online world, and I think that's really what I think those things go hand in hand too. It's just mm-hmm. a smartphone and, and social media, so it's like that's kind of where you spend your most time is reading what other people are talking about or uh, consuming yourself into the news that gets you kind of riled up. You know, we're living in these crazy times where something's going. So you're, you're not gonna, something. yeah, you're never gonna, you're never gonna not have news to read up on. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta kind of uh, manage your intake of that of that news. Yeah, and you know what's really crazy, and because uh, I'm thinking about it now, I think the, the 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 period of time that I go without checking my phone the most is probably when I'm watching a movie at the movie theater. I don't know what it is, but when I'm in a movie theater, I just I, I I honor that whole put the phone away, put it on silent, and for those you know I should say two hours because all movies are nowadays they're all two hours, but for those two hours you know I'm just enjoying the action on screen. But of course when when the lights come up, the phone is the first thing I pull out to tweet like oh my goodness I hope y'all seen. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i i find that like that's the only place where I, I i i feel like i don't have my phone at the hip 
which probably it might be weird to say that, but I think you know I don't think there's a lot of places now where people really kind of go in and don't have their phone as their you know their their buddy. So just it's just more respect introspective on myself than anything. I think people respect the movie theater venue. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see you still see a lot of people checking their phones. Oh man, oh. I mean, I mean, never around me, but you know they are, and especially like if they don't like the movie. Oh man, just oh yeah, for sure. You know, we got to keep our attention spans. You know, so if something doesn't keep our attention spans, we we got to find something that will. Yeah, we're not all good soldiers, man. You know, in a good world, we would hope to be, but you know. I guarantee you when that, I'll say Star Wars, when Star Wars comes out and people are doing those like crazy lines to go in, there's going to be one show where there's one person who's just up on the phone and people are going to be like, why are you here? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of respect the movie theater. Another place where I notice that I'm not on my phone a lot and it's kind of by design, but when you go on a flight. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then. But there's a lot of play. There's a lot of flights nowadays that you know allow you to do Wi-Fi and you know after a certain time though. You yeah, like you but can be on there the whole like, yeah. But you know, even with me, I'll uh, well, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll put my phone down, relax, take a nap, or read a book. You know, try to do something else other than be on my phone, and it, it is kind of relaxing to to be off the social media for a while. But you know, you always anticipate that moment where you can turn your phone back up. And hopefully you get like a bunch of notifications. And if you don't, you feel like a lame. You're like, damn, bro, I was gone for like two hours, three hours. Nobody hit me up, man. Uh, you know, that's one of those feelings that you kind of shake your head. Like, damn, man, no one, no one wants to be bit. <laughs> all right, Will. All right. <laughs> nah, but it's all good. I think the, eventually we will, uh, you know, we'll eventually find something else to occupy ourselves and be talking about how that takes over our lives um but to segue into the next topic um basically it's about uh life in the workplace um and apparently it's a good idea to make friends at work uh basically uh there was a study done only 30 percent of employees said that they had a a close friend in the office um and Basically, that was down from um, 1985 to now. And uh, a lot of factors are into it. There's a lot of remote working places. Um, There's a lot of, you know, uh, people that are probably on their phones all the time and talking to their friends while they're at work. So it's like, why do I need to even make a friend at work? Um, But people are, are saying that there's a lot of uh, increased stress levels about their jobs and someone's trying to make the point where, you know, we're not as close as we were at the workplace and that can help you kind of get through the day if you have somebody to talk to or to relate with while you're working at the job. So uh, definitely wanted to get your thoughts on that. Oh, we forgot the, the, the next reason, the, 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 the plain old, just don't like none of them boys. <laughs> never under that's a big one though never estimate that one now um yeah i i know for for my work culture life it, it's a little bit different because it's really just me and my boss we're on a you know we're on a government site where everyone is working for this one particular company and we're kind of like the outsiders that are inside 
And it's it's hard to have those close work relationships because, you know, not everyone's a fan of our company. <laughs> they they know about what we do and you know they they're they're grateful for it, but you know, some you know politics and all the high school drama that that's still there in in full time world. If you if you didn't know that, I hope everyone are in our millennial group or age group knows that it, it doesn't ever leave. But um yeah, it, it's hard to develop those friendships because, you know, it's you, people, especially if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, you just go to work, you put your hours in, you get your little paycheck and you go, you know, everyone else is, everyone else. I mean, you have work relationships where, you, you know, you can say what's up to someone, have a conversation, but no one's ever, not a lot of people are, are like, oh my gosh, you know, Greg is my, my best friend and my work friend. And it's just, it's hard to have that relationship. And then the thing about it too, that you also got to factor in is nowadays you have to be careful about what you share with people because not everyone has your best interests at heart. And it's kind of like you're at work and someone follow you on Twitter and then you'd be selling out your company on Twitter, but they don't know that because your handle's nowhere near your name, but you have a coworker who follows you and you know, snitching. <laughs> so there's a lot of dynamics to it. It sucks that the 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 workplace relationship isn't as closely you know bonded as it, as it was back in the day. But I think now with so many opportunities for people to, to take stuff and snitch or just to do wrong to someone else, like it's hard to build those bonds because you never really know a person's true, genuine feelings towards you and. It's it you know it's shown that if you're if you're wrong it can sometimes come back to bite you in the ass so yeah that's true so there's always you know a good and a bad reason to make friends at work um for my job too uh, doesn't really foster the uh, making friends at work because my coworkers we we all work like in different areas of the state mm. so there's no real office to kind of come down and kind of talk amongst your peers and, you know, have that water cooler talk after Monday night when you saw the football game or, um, you know, if you hear a big news story, uh, everybody's already talked about it. So you kind of, you don't want to, it's not really news anymore. You know, you already kind of shared those views with the people you uh, are already friends with outside of work. So it's hard to really develop those work friendships because, we're all here to do a job and it's hard to kind of separate the, or it's, it's easy to separate work and social activity because when I'm in work mode, you know, that professional voice comes out that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, Hey, how are you doing? And instead I of like, how you yeah. so you kind of got to be somebody you're really not, but you know, you got to hold it down for the job. So you know, it's hard to really be yourself when you're at work and develop those friendships. That's how you know Paul getting that good revenue stream. He got to pull out professional. I haven't used my professional voice in, I think I only use it on interviews and I, I work. It, it's, it's, oh man, it's so terrible. I, I, this has nothing to do with anything, but I just feel like sending it as I can. So I had a client at work and he always like asks the same questions and it's annoying. And, you know, he, um, one day, um, I had basically, he needed this chemical, and I, I gave him the chemical earlier, but he never checked, you know, they never do, they always just want to ask you, so I remember I'm walking in the hallway, and I was trying to get somewhere, and he was, by the way, if you're in the customer service profession, like, don't do this story, this is just like how, like, <laughs> this is just more like how I'm like so itched into the 
you know, niched into the my job culture that I feel safe. So anyways, yeah, I, I'm walking to somewhere and I'm in a rush and he like comes up behind me like, hey, hey, I just want to. And I was like, I just I didn't. Yeah, I just kind of stepped back when I turned around. I was just like, it's already there, man. And he was like, wait, how'd you know I was going to ask? Because you always ask the same question. And I just kept walking. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible example. But I'm just saying, like, it, you know, um, it's hard to, uh, I don't even know what we were talking about, but that was a good story. So I, was <laughs> I was able to glad to get off my chest. So, yeah. But anyways, yeah, that's probably bad workplace politics. You know, don't, don't, don't do that. But, you know, me, I, sometimes I walk in. That's the benefit of being outside looking in because only me and my boss was like, there's some rules that I can kind of bend because I'm like, you can't really do nothing to me. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Nah, bro. It's only, I mean, there's only so much someone can do before you kind of snap. It's like, come on, bro. We we do this routine every every day or every week. So, you know, you got to let them know sometimes that there's a, you know, that man should know what he's getting every week and ch- double check himself. So I, only, I definitely feel you on that. If only. <laughs> it sounds like it probably happened again this week. Um, every time I see him, I'm always I try to look, walk the other way because you know I digress. I digress. <laughs> that boy can give his hot takes for weeks, man. <laughs> but that's pretty funny, man. Well, you know that kind of concludes the uh, the news that I had for this week. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. We'll definitely uh, we're definitely working to bring you guys the best guests and the best shows possible. So definitely. Make sure to keep listening, keep subscribing, and uh, I don't want to take too much shine away from from my co-host. So he's usually the plug master. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna turn that attention to him. I was to say you did that last full episode, so I was like, if you want, if you want the if you want the title, man, just go ahead and say it. <laughs> no, I mean on that note, yeah, as Paul Luto, we do have some good guests coming through that we're gonna give you guys and. It's going to be phenomenal. I mean, I, I really think these guests are really going to bring a lot of impact and positivity, and I'm sure that they're going to be great, great additions to the Educate Hustle family. And of course, as always, disclaimer, you know, um, if for some reason we don't have great guests, then you have great episodes with me and Paul, but <laughs> you should have great guests. Um, of course, we have to get to the most important part of this whole Educate Hustle experience, how you, yes, you can reach us educators can reach a variety of different means on social media we are on instagram at educate us a podcast once again that is educate us a podcast you can basically follow us there so you can see photos just a little curated content to help keep you going and keep you motivated throughout the week we are also on snapchat at educate us that's all one word educate hustle there we post snap behind the scene videos just to give you a look at what's going on in the week and of course keep you inspired and you can also like our page on Facebook. All you have to do is go to Facebook and search Educate Us those two words. You know you've reached the right page because you'll see that logo that you guys all know and, of course, love. Now, let me take a break from that plugin to go back into some more additional plugin. If you have not already, please rate and review the show on iTunes. It is so easy to do. All you have to do is go to the Purple Mic app if you're on your iPhone. It's a podcast app, Apple Podcast app. Or if you don't have an iPhone, download iTunes and go to there, um, directory and search Educate Us with two words. You'll see our show logo, you know, the one that you know and love. You click on that, you scroll down a little bit, and there should be a review column. Hit that review column. All you gotta do is give us 
your five star, five star, five star rating. Of course, title a review and then write a serious summary. Once you write that summary, you're posted and you have review. Please, please, please do it if you have not done it already. Because when you review our show, we get more awareness, which brings better guests, which in turn gives you a better show experience. And now to get out of that plugin to go back into my initial plugin. If you have not already, please follow us on Twitter. All you have to do is go to educator underscore hustle. Once again, it's educator underscore hustle. There we do daily interactions, tweets, and we trying to get y'all in that mode and that feeling for new episodes coming out. It's always a great time. We have followed great guests that usually follow us back and we'll retweet some gems for them that you guys may not have gotten when you were first hearing their episode. And of course, last but never least, if you want to work with us or you think we're doing a great job or you just want to figure out how to be a guest on a podcast, you know, hesitate to email us at educateuslepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educateuslepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And as always, oh, wait, I got to make sure Emilio gets his last words in. Got ahead of myself. Emilio, lead us out, bro. <laughs> I like how you corrected yourself oddly. Um, <laughs> People, 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 of course, people, do not, do not, do not waste the time that it takes for you to go and get started on doing something. Just start on it. There's a lot of opportunities that come through that you basically just have to go and put yourself in a position to get. It's very easy to get in your head and say, I can't do it or it's going to be too hard. But, you know, from starting a podcast to, to starting a family to becoming a business owner, really the first step is just doing it. You know, never ask for anyone's permission. But always remember to ask for their forgiveness. And as always, you gotta stay educated and keep hustling. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.